because I have such a big ass dick. We should appreciate you because someone's going to murder you pretty soon. If you don't jerk off, like, it's not like it, like, buckets of it get stored. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, episode 170 of the show. So very stoked you guys could make it. So happy that you guys listen every week. Really makes me happy. Um, one thing I just realized that I forgot, I forgot to reach out to our iTunes review contest winner, KMAC Text. I don't know if you guys recall last week, but it sounded like he was sort of trying to give up his crown, and we're not going to let him do that. So um, I promise I will reach out to him this week. Hopefully we'll have him on the show next week so he can come in and claim his title, the roast the host's title. Um, still ta- still. Uh, even though we're not running a contest, that's still something you can do. If you go to iTunes, uh, somebody reached out to me this week on Twitter and let me know they left left a review. So, you know, don't be afraid. You don't have to, like, be trying to win something. Just go there. Just do it for us. Um, leave a five-star review on iTunes and, you know, let us... You can roast us. You can say whatever you want. Say anything you want on iTunes about us. Just leave a review there, please. Uh, joining me now, as always, of course, it's our very own... Ed Daly. Ed, Ed was a little taken aback last week because I just I too briefly introduced him and he had a, he paused. So I'm just I'm letting him know right now. I'm going to you. I'm bringing you on. It's our very own co-host of the show, Hoboken Zone. Ed Daly. Ed. I'm not precious. I don't I don't need a big intro. No, I know you um, just you just weren't. Yeah, I I didn't. Uh, I was I, I broke. I was more I was yeah. more taken aback that you were not aware of the Caruso cold opens to CSI Miami. Well, no, I. I, I knew I sort of anytime knew. I hear it all weekend yeah. I've been just thinking about it because I just once the name Caruso comes up I just think of those cheesy you know I didn't looks, I, looks like the optometrist oh, no. couldn't see the light yes yeah! Yeah. I didn't I knew that that was a thing I didn't realize it was like a constant thing I thought it was just I've, like a, I've once in a while seen, I've never seen the show like as it's of intended I only not. see those supercuts of the intros yeah. and they're amazing. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. But I, wa- I wanted to, uh, you know, in a sort of more serious, uh, thing, want to bring up that you just, you got to appreciate every day on earth. It's true. And, uh, you know, that, that concert in England was terrible. Horrible. And, um, the, uh, there was a car in New York city that plowed into 30 people yep. and, uh, in a, in a rare touching, a, a change of pace, Rights of Bill reached out to make sure I was okay. I thought that was he very caring. Yeah. And coincidentally yes. enough, I was close in some way. Michelle was like 100 feet away from that thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, she just crazy. happened to be meeting a customer. But like, it's one of those things. If your number's up, like, fuck. Yeah, true. You just, you never know. And I, I just read something like two hours ago that really is, if there's ever a reason to appreciate life, it's this. Because you just never know when your last moment the headline was "Dad dies after eating gas station gas station nacho cheese." Yeah. Nine others hospitalized. Yeah, really? You think you're 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 just having a nice day eating gas station nacho cheese, and that's it? Botulism. That's it. You're done. 
I mean, outside of sushi, is there anything you wouldn't want to eat know, like true. less than the cheese at a gas station? I mean, there was a time that I was that the Circle K. I, I know that's a regional convenience store chain, but I I know of it from uh, what was uh, Bill and Ted's. They talked about Circle right. K. So I, there was a time there was a Circle K on the corner near my apartment, and I was a guy with not much to speak of, no pot in which to piss. I would go down to that Circle K because they had two hot dogs for 99 cents, Ed. And I would go, and you put as much fucking chili on those hot dogs as you want. So I would go down there and I would load up two hot dogs with chili and cheese and jalapenos. And that chili, I mean, I'm not saying that not many people were digging into that chili that day. But by the time I got there, it would be about 9 o'clock at night. I might have had some keystones. I would get in there and there would be like... Congealed? Yeah, there would be like an inch thick of separated grease on the top of it and some botulism could have lived in there so yeah no i'm not getting any gas station nachos anytime soon but there was a time in my life that's true i take those chances when i was in college i i had some uh on some some poor dark days when i was running on fumes at the end of the semester uh some gas station hot or some uh 7-eleven hot dogs there with the with the chili on it yes even more recently and this is this I blame the fucking airline industry for. Because you, they used to give you fucking food on an airplane. Oh, no. Now, now, now. now they're like, would you like some cheese and crackers for $11.50? Right. Or they're like, hey, we have a sandwich for $10 and I'm in row six. And they're like, I'm like, okay, I'll take one of those sandwiches. Ooh, sorry. Just sorry. ran out. Well, you brought four would, sandwiches on the aircraft. So Would you care for some weak old mushroom bisque instead? That's right, yes. So um, the... The sauce and I were flying home from Mexico a couple years ago. First, like, dangerous play. We were in mainland Mexico. Yeah, right. We're flying Reed home. Juarez. We're flying home from Mexico. And we and it was like an early flight. It was like a 7 a.m. flight. And we were a couple hours from the airport. So we had a driver pick us up at like 4 a.m. So we popped up, got, you know, washed our faces, had our shit together, Jumped in the car, drove to the airport, check in, and it's a long line. We barely, you know, we got like 10 minutes to make our flight. And we realized, oh my God, we haven't had anything to eat. And it's like a, you know, five hour flight. It's going to be a, quite a while before we get anything to eat. And I look over, and the, and the bartendress is making sandwiches at the bar. She's making, she's making ham sandwiches. And I go, you know what? It's not ideal. It's just, but how bad? How how bad could it be? Any any port in a storm kind of situation. right. It's a it's a piece of cheese. It's a couple slices of jamon, little mayo, some bread. I'm like, how could they fuck that up? And it's it's going to be so long before we can eat. So I went over there and I transacted two sandwiches. Got home. By that afternoon, my betrothed was in an extremely unfortunate way. Wait a second. You were coming home from Mexico? Coming home from Mexico. Yeah. I yeah, got, well. <laughs> yeah. There could there could be other factors at play. There might there might have been, but it usually hits you pretty quickly. Like it's that's oh, the it only thing she yeah, it's the only thing she had eaten in like the previous 12 or 15 hours. So so you you were able to triangulate the sandwiches. Well, the, uh, it's and it was the only thing we both ate because it hit me too, Ed. 
And it, oh, it, I remember this. Yes. I remember. I was, we both came home from Mexico sick. Yes, we were both vomiting as well as other stuff. Mm. And there may have been, I think, Fancy had to be treated for a parasite. So I'm just saying you could, you could find yourself, if you're not prepared, you could find yourself in an unfortunate situation. But no, I will not be eating any gas station nacho cheese. Yeah, I always have, I mean, having kids helps having yeah. just yeah. a granola bar granola in the, bars, uh, almonds, in the, in the, something, something just that you can just leave in the car yeah. and it's not, it's not, not going to hurt anything. Yeah. But like, yeah, come on. Dry you, can't, fruit. you can't, I think at this point in our lives, we all have to be better than the gas station. Nachos. It's true. It's true. I don't, I hope that life treats me well enough that I'm never, ever forced to enter another Burger King. I've, mm-hmm. So far, it's been about probably 20 years. Same with yeah. Wendy's. Is Wendy's a regional chain? Is that national? Uh, Wendy's, Wendy's is a regional chain with the fucking bullshit square burgers. Yeah, do you have you don't have that in the Northeast, though. I Yeah, of course we okay. do. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't want to go there either. So. <laughs> no, certainly not. Um, do, do you have anything else? I have, I have an encounter that happened to me yesterday that you might no, be interested in. No, let's hear it. Okay. Let's hear it. Get home from the office. Oh, and but also, good point. Live every moment, guys. Live in the moment. You could be running on the treadmill, and your fucking heart could explode, and you could be dead. So live every moment. Don't be an asshole. Just hang in there. Notice, and you, and you, 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 you just always have to appreciate because yeah. going into last week's show, I came straight from a funeral. To last week's show, oh, and it's you? like that was that was an old guy, yeah. and uh, and it's like that's still everybody was all bummed out. Like you just appreciate it. You n- you never know when your numbers up. Speak, like, speaking of that, Roger Moore died. R.I.P. Roger Moore. He's pretty old, and I know that everybody's bond is Sean Connery, but Roger Moore was the bond of my childhood. Like when I was going to see James Bond movies in the theater, Roger Moore was James Bond. So that's that was yes. like my my James Bond was always Roger Moore, and yeah, he's a little bit right. cheesy, but he was my guy. So that's kind of right, fun. right. I, that's that's how I feel about it too. It's like, well, my first Bond movies, the experience was Roger Moore. So right. I don't have that. Like, I mean, I yeah, I like Goldfinger and all, but sure. like the Bond I first was introduced to was Roger Moore. So yes. I I liked his cheesiness totally, totally. That was like what I what I thought James Bond was. Uh, okay, so yesterday, Ed, yeah, I get home from the office, and oh no, I go hit the gym on the way home from the office, and then get home, and it had, it was trash day, so I come inside and I put my bags down, I go back out to the street, and I'm wheeling in my cans, and as as I wheel in my cans, I notice like a couple people are just kind of like hanging in the cul-de-sac, like kind of looking over at my fence, like kind of not sure, like. They want to get my attention, but they're not. They're a little shy. And I had one more can to get. So I walk, I walk back out on the street, and this woman's probably like mid-50s. Mm-hmm. She's like, ah, hi, hello. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, she's like, we just moved here. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm thinking, they want a bull to come over. The husband wants to be cuckolded, and he needs, he needs a bull to come <laughs> over. And he saw me listening from the gym and she's like do you and the husband's like kind of hanging back like i would do if i sent my wife over to confront a neighbor about parking in front of my house or something and the husband's kind of hanging back like not making eye contact 
And she's like, uh, do you, um, do you know anything about snakes? And I was wow. like, I was you like, just give off that vibe, huh? I was like, I was like, uh, well, I, I mean, it's I've a, been known to be a snake charmer. That's a weird question to ask, right? Like, who, if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, no, right? no, never. But who knows things about snakes? Like, I know snakes snake exist, guys. snake guys. Right? So you must, you must really give off the vibe. So she's like, she's like, and I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I guess why. I hate when people don't beat around the bush because this is right, that's, like, not, that's why not, am I drawing the answer the questions out of you? Right, like just like, say this, the thing. I shouldn't be doing the work. Right? Does it matter if I know anything about snakes? She's like, well, there's one, um, there, there's one over here, and I don't know which is it. Is it safe? I don't know what to do. And I'm like, um, well, what's it look like? And she's like, it's really big. And I'm like, well, like, what color is it? And she's like, it's kind of like green. And I go, well, it sounds, there's not that many kinds of snakes around here. There's only a couple Jesus. that I know of. The fact that there's one and you know about it, right? I'd be like, pack up, everybody, we're going. <laughs> well, I go, it, I go, <laughs> I, I'm like, well, it sounds like a gopher snake. And I go, it's not, you know, dangerous. I wouldn't worry about it. And I'm like, and, but then they both just kind of stood there and looked at me like that was like I hadn't given them <laughs> what they needed. And I'm like, do you want me to come over and look at it? And they're like, yeah. And I go, okay. So I walk, they're like kind of across, like in another like corner across the cul-de-sac. So I, I like, I walk over there and the, and the husband, he's like, you know, sort of an ineffectual, bit of an Ed Daly type. He's like, uh, what should I, what, what, what? He's, should I, should he's, I, he's a normal human being. Doesn't want to be around snakes. He's like, he's like, should I, what do I, should I call animal control? Like I'm not, I'm not, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think they'll even come. So I walk over, and it's a pretty good size. Gopher snakes are probably like, I don't know, an inch and a half in diameter. They're not real fat, like a rattlesnake, like a full-grown rattlesnake. But it was long, Ed. It was probably like more than six feet long. Like it Jesus, was, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was long, and it was just cruising, like from it was like cru- it was, it's kind of like stone or like brick like a brick cul-de-sac over there. And it was like cruising across the bricks from one side, from like one planner to the next. And I was like, Whoa, I'm like, that thing is cool looking. And they're like, look at me like cool looking. Yeah. You're a snake guy. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm like, you know what guys I go, it's not, that's not going to hurt anybody. I'm like, I would just leave it alone. I'm like, it probably smells something in those bushes there that it wants to eat. And uh, they're like, so it's like, how can you tell if it's venomous? And I'm like, well, it's not, it's not venomous. And I'm like, I don't, the only kind of, ven- how do you know that though? The only kind because, of, cause I know you just like do a lot of reading on snakes no, I just, and stuff. It's, it's, just, uh, it's just where I'm from. Like I know the wildlife around here. So I, I go, the only kind of venomous snakes are rattlesnakes. And she's like, oh, those are the ones with the big head. And I'm like, yeah. And the fucking rattly thing on their tail. Like, that's how you can tell those. That Even I know that right. from the movies. Yeah, so I'm like, that doesn't have a rattly thing. But then I'm like, and then, so they're like, so there's nothing to worry about? And I'm like, no. And it was already like kind of going in the bushes. I'm like, I would just leave it alone. And At the same time, six feet. Like, you have to admit, that's pretty alarming if you're, I don't know where they're from, but, you know. Yeah, but it was like, it was like the width of like a small broom handle. Like, not like a, you know, but like I, inch yeah. dowel. Like not that are, big. Are, are poisonous snakes always big? No, no, they're not. But there's, no, but it's not poisonous either. And it was like, could give a fuck about us. Like it was on its. But I, but I did say, I'm like, because for the 
for the show from my Instagram feed. I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm like, I kind of would like to take a picture of it, <laughs> except I didn't have my phone in my pocket. So I ran back across the street to get my phone. And then I came back outside and I could see them. Like, I think it had gone in the bushes. And so it wouldn't have made a good picture. So I just, I just moved on. But the good move is you, you did the, the good neighbor thing right out of the gates. Yeah. yeah. So like that buys you some goodwill. Like it buys you some goodwill with the neighbors if something else needs to be done later down the road. Like you're known I, as the good neighbor. Like if I have to get rid of a body. <laughs> Whatever it might be. Like I remember uh, a new couple a few doors down from me. Uh, I could see the pregnant, like uh, pregnant woman, like struggling, carrying some bags. And I was like, all right, let me help you out here. And then ever since then, like, they're like, Hey, how you doing? And, and like, uh, it was getting annoying and then I needed help with something because nobody was around and I needed uh, I needed help carrying like furniture and, and her husband was, was there. Yeah, he had and to help you. He had to. Husband. And and I was I was not asking for it. I was just struggling, like just trying to do it myself. And he's like, Oh, let me help you. And I bet if I didn't help his pregnant wife, that's right. He wouldn't have offered. So that's right. Good for you. Good good, yeah. good Samaritan. Um, quickly the guy with the big dick defense. Remember, yes. remember that last week? His yeah. his girlfriend choked to death, and he contended that it was because his cock was so big. She choked on it, and to in his defense, he wanted to show his hard dick to the jurors so they could just so they could because he wasn't satisfied with the rumor. Like he'd already given himself the rumor. Like, hey, I got a huge cock. This is how my poor girlfriend. I loved her. She's gone, but it's because I have such a big ass dick. And but he wasn't satisfied with the rumor. He really had uh, uh, something to prove. He's had something stuck in his craw, or maybe she did. And <laughs> so he's like, "Hey, let me show the jury my big ass dick." Well, apparently the judge ended up not having to. The judge was thinking about it. He's like, "Ah, sure." I might have to let this guy show his cock. Like, this is, I don't want to get a mistrial. That seems like the type of, I mean, I haven't been into that many courtrooms, but just from TV and movies, that's where they go into quarters, right? Yeah, 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 they go chambers. Yeah, let's. Chamber, not quarters, chambers. Yeah, Yeah. let's head back to the chamber. But I figure they could just take a, like, do a dick pic. Like a, you know, just like verify, like like he could hold up today's paper next to his cock. I I love to see the slow walk right in front of the jury pool. Yeah, and just just whip it out. Well, yeah, because he would have to show it to each juror individually. Like they'd both have to. I would just <laughs> or maybe he could do the wristwatch. Just walk oh, up nice. and down the jury with nice. the wristwatch. I I would like just a supercut of all the jurors' individual faces. Like they're like turning away. You could picture them kind of turning to the side with like one eye squinting, with the other eye open, looking down, so they could get yeah, a like, good uh, look at Nick that Nick Cage in that eight millimeter yeah. when he's forced to watch yeah. the snuff. Yes, porn. yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Me, you, Ed, you can't even, you can't even look at Dong in a porno. So you, they no. would have to like clockwork orange you where you would be strapped to the chair <laughs> with your eyelids peeled open and just drop, no! dropping the, the, the bailiff bull would have to be there just dropping eye drops into your eyes to get, to keep them moist <laughs> while you observe the big dick killers, giant Dong. Well, Ed development in the story and thank you to the 75 people on twitter that that sent this to me um 
Murder suspect who used big penis defense found not guilty, Ed. He got off. I, can't, I cannot believe that. It's because what? Yeah. Couldn't he just like stuff something, you know, if he stuffed a towel down her throat and then she choked and then he's like, oh, that was my dick. Well, like, yeah. How do they know? I know. Well, th- so here's the thing. The coroner apparently, and remember, Florida is where this occurred. And they don't have like the modern methods of, you figure so many people get murdered down there in so many different ways, but usually it's just like devoured by a pet reptile, you know, or like killed. Where's Caruso? Yeah, right. Yeah, yes, like killed by neighbor snake. And so this guy. Looks like the blower got jobbed. Yeah! Are you going to be, are you going to do that more? Like this is, that's the last one, right? The show? I'm just going to stop I, I there, think I'm right? going to do two, two a week. Oh, no, 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 no. For, two, for per- how about we perpetuity? take the under on that? Like take the mm. under, like zero. We get, get it down to like the under on a half, zero. Okay. Uh, <laughs> apparently the guy that choked his girlfriend to death on his cock kind of played it right. He didn't call the cops right away. She died, and he's like, I panicked. So he called some other people, like his daughter. It's kind of weird where he's, he's... What? He's like, Did he explain what happened to his daughter? Look, honey, I have something to tell you. <laughs> you remember when you um, walked in the bathroom when I was getting ready for work that one morning when you were eight, and you saw my big old cock? Well, Ruth Ann just choked to death on it. Uh, so he, he like didn't call the cops right away. And for whatever reason, by the times he already had a defense attorney, by the time the cops were called, his, his defense attorney is the one who called the cops. So by the time the cops showed up, they couldn't really figure out how this woman died. Like there was no obvious signs of trauma. You know, there was no like ligature marks or signs of struggle or anything like that. So she could very well have died of natural causes or of choking on a big cock. They didn't know. So they didn't, they never even had to rule on the whole cock thing because the, and the medical examiner um, testified. He's like, Hey, there's no way she could have choked to death on his dick because she probably would have fucking bitten it off. Like she would have like started convulsing. There would have been a reflex, something obviously. Uh, So he's probably lying. But he's a free man. That's our system well, of justice. I mean, if there's one rule we know in America, it's if you're going to commit a murder, there's one state to do it. That's right. Yeah. You do it, you do it in the state of Florida, or, barring that, you do it in a small town. But not a small town in Italy. No, definitely not. Definitely not. With some with some cop there that's real fucking into himself. That and don't be don't have like fucked anybody recently. Because that cop doesn't like people having sex in his town and he's, he's got theories. Right. If he finds out you've been fucking, he's gonna pin a murder on your ass. Uh good. That's a really good point, Ed. So props to this guy. It's Richard Patterson. He's free to yeah. choke people with his massive cock. Uh, what what yeah. What are the odds he's already on the uh, on the phone with with the porn companies? Well, you know he's if he's like dick killer. <laughs> oh yes, like remember John Wayne Bobbitt had like Frankencock or something. Like if you if you are have a big cock, a or two are accused of murder combined with having a big cock, you're going to have tons and tons of adoring fans like this. 
This uh, the Menendez brothers both married on death row. I think one's divorced and remarried since he's been on death wow. row. Scott Peterson. And they're not lookers. No, no, they're, they have two pays. But Scott Peterson, who's the guiltiest motherfucker in the world, he gets right. love letters every week. He's fucking. He was the he was the one with the rowboat murder. Right. He's the <laughs> yes. Hey, let's go for for a row. I went. I went fishing on Christmas Eve by myself. In San Francisco Bay, what's the big deal? <laughs> Who doesn't do that? They're they're biting that day, apparently. Uh, okay, so that's that. Um, the big dick murder guy. Ed, let's do some emails. Yeah. Hey, fellas, need a little advice. A buddy of mine is getting married. So we planned the bachelor party for August. The wedding has been postponed. But we decided that we'd continue on with the plans and turn it into a bro weekend, of course. Like you're not, you get, you guys get so few opportunities to really fucking blow it out during the year. You're not going to just go, oh, he's not getting married. Well, we better fucking cancel that Vegas weekend. Of course they're going. Of course. Out of nowhere. One of my boys says he wants to bring his wife because, quote, she doesn't get along with other girls and has always been a part of our crew. It hurts her that you guys feel like she's not good enough to be invited to the vacation. I have no issues with his wife other than the fact that she doesn't have a dick and therefore does not qualify for the bro weekend. I explained to him that it would, of course, cause issues with those of us who are also married and don't plan on inviting wives. I explained my wife finds out another wife is going. She wants to go. I, of course, say no because I own my own testicles. And then I turn into the asshole. Still, this didn't register with him, probably because he doesn't have kids. I offered to take a broat. It's a broat. I don't know what a broat is. Well, I I assume it's oh bro, oh no he's bro a, vote yeah he oh good job knowing that none of the other bros would vote in favor of her coming. I don't. I just I'm, put it together. That's yes, not a I thing. I know. It's not a. That is I almost, not a thing. I, yes. We you almost should stop reading just because I, he used that. I word. agree. I agree. I didn't. This is the first I've ever heard it, and I've gotten. I've, there's a chill that's come up my spine after reading that. I guess my question is not if I'm in the wrong, because I'm obviously right. But I, sh- but if I should discontinue my friendship with him altogether, he obviously has no respect whatsoever for the code. Let me know, Adam Ansel in the land of sugar. Wow, Adam, this is a great email. Ed, you, I'll let you go first. What are your thoughts here? Adam, your friend is both a pussy and a monster. And he should be cut out of your life until he understands what it's like to be a normal human being. It's yeah. just, I mean, it, I'm not, I'm not a misogynist, but it's no. okay for guys to, to, you know, just have a boys' weekend. Like it, it's okay. Yes. You don't have to do. I mean, any couple that does every single thing together, it's not going to work out anyway. If no one, no one else is bringing their wife, if your wife says to you, "I want to go." First of all, she is a fucking monster. Right. Like she, she doesn't understand. 
Yeah, she can't recognize that there's not there's not any wives going. Like, why? Oh, she doesn't but get along with she other is girls. A problem. Yeah. She's a problem. But it's Adam's buddy that's the bigger problem. That he can't one, he can't put his foot down and be like, "Listen, this is not for you." And also the fact that he thinks it's okay to even bring it up to the other guys. Yes, he's a big. She puss. she feels and she feels insulted that you don't want to be part of it. Like, fuck you yeah. and your girl. No, yeah. out, yeah. both of you. This actually. I actually have some experience with this. We every summer, pretty much, I I do a boys weekend at Wrigley Field. The guys, sure. the guys I go with have, are a little older than me, so they've been going for like twenty five years. And I've probably been like I don't know twelve of the last fifteen or so. I've been quite a few mm-hmm. times. We go every year, and one year, my buddy Todd so I probably should bleep that out. He shows up and he's invited like three or four waitresses from the fucking bar he hangs out at. And there's just because he's trying to nail one of them. I I assume so. But that's not the point. Yeah, no, it's not. He's trying to get laid in Chicago. Yes, he's there's plenty of fish out there in that sea in Lake Michigan that you can get with if you if you really need to do that. But he's. He brings along these three chicks. And so we go to the game one day. And then after the game, we're like, all right, what's, should we hit some regular bars? I mean, you've been to Chicago many times. You know, like sure, I do. Sure, of course. There's, it's, it's fucking like the most drinking town in the country. You can't walk. Right, you bounce around Wrigleyville. Yes. And then, yeah, whatever. There's bars but- everywhere. We go to go to the bars. And he goes, you know what, guys? Actually, the girls want to go get an ice cream at Navy Pier. So then go. Yeah. Go. So that's what he went and did. He went off with some broads and had ice cream at Navy Pier while the rest of us were fucking doing shots and being men. What doing a men huge shit. Pussy. What an, I, I'm embarrassed on his behalf. Yes. And this so Adam, your buddy needs a talk and it's and your other buddies are pussies if they're just I mean, all omitting the whole brot situation you guys should this should be like an intervention you should call this them over this isn't the bro code or anything no. this is no. just normal human no. behavior you don't you don't when your wife's go, like hey i'm going to peggy's um baby shower on sunday and this we're gonna um play game we're gonna like guess the baby's name and drink champagne and um eat finger sandwiches you're not like oh uh, well, where's my invite like I wanted to come to that. What, yeah. What do you, oh, I know none of the other husbands are going to be there, but I, I think I should come because I really get along well with all your girlfriends and that's what I want to do. You would never do that. And it's the same thing. There's, there has to be a division. You don't, you, your wife doesn't get to do everything with you. And the fact that she even wants to means you might want to reconsider that marriage or at least at the very least tread lightly. And you Watch know, out. those, those couples that, that post all these things together on Facebook and then yes. they flame out in like yeah. 14 months. Yeah. Like that's, that's what happens. Yeah. They it, have it, a, it doesn't work when you're just, it's everything together all the time with every, yeah. every thought, everything. It never works. That shared way. Facebook page, Darren and Amanda. Oh, oh. Like, the, the shared email. Yeah. Sh- oh yeah. Yeah. The shared email. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh-uh. no, you got it. You're, you're in the right here, Adam. Of course I'll, 
other than the whole Broat thing. Um, you got you guys all need to show a united front, and this guy needs to see the error of his ways because this could be this could be a major division in your friendship. This is something. Yeah, and that, if yeah, if some on. of your friends, if your some of your friends are like, I don't know, should we just let them do it anyway? No, no. They need to be cut out too. I agree. Totally agree. You might you might need to do the purge here. This is a line in the sand moment for you and your buddies. So uh, let us know how it goes. That's a great email. Yeah, good email. Okay, here's another one. Hola. Really impressed that this guy knows how to do the um the upside down exclamation point before the that's, word. That's a real Spanish. Yeah, it's. A, but yeah. I, I oh, never you know, know how to do I know, that. I know how to do it on uh, like on command. Uh, on the, iPhone, yeah. Oh if yeah. You, you hold, hold it down, down the letter, yeah, and then it pops up. You have an option, but on a regular keyboard, no. I remember when I learned how to do the degree sign. I was like really looking for reasons to write degrees. I was that, like, hey, yeah, where did where is that? Is that like an emoji? Just, or is you, no, you just hold down the zero. Ooh. And then you, and then you slide over and you can do degrees. <laughs> might have to might have to work that in. Yeah. Same with, like, if you want to do the accent marks and stuff, you just, like, hold down the E or the A. Right, if you want right, to do right. an umlaut. Or the tilde. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You got it. Hola. I'm afraid that it might be too late by the time you get to this or by the time I hear this, but how quickly after the interview did you find out that you got the job? I interviewed for a better position at one of the places that I work at Back on April 24th, it's a month ago, and I was told that hopefully a decision would be made by the end of that week. Two weeks later, May 8th, they tell me that they still haven't made a decision yet and that it would be another week. At this point, I'm assuming I'll probably get passed over for this one since I was told that they already had someone in mind before our interview was scheduled with compensation being the big hang-up there. Normally, I'd continue searching for jobs as usual, but if I don't get this job, I plan on using that to talk to my boss to reflect on what I could do better to land a job similar to what I interviewed for, because right now I'm at a point where I'd like to either move up the ladder or change careers altogether. By the way, it was my boss who put in a good word for me, which helped me get the interview to begin with. Cheers. That's from Kevin near DC. Uh, Kevin didn't get this job, right? Ed? Uh, I don't, I don't know if that's true. I, I would say most likely no, but Michelle, that's, that's her business is in, right. in the hiring related stuff. And there are, there are some situations where things are hot and then they cool off because Oh, we've got a headcount issue. We can't hire anybody until July first. Like yeah, next there quarter, there are a lot of people, and so they they kind of they kind of just say, "All right, let let's keep them warm." You know, like let's keep them there in case we can. We we, we need to make the hire in a month and a half. Like things change all the time, or you need somebody to sign off, and you know their mother totally. dies and they're out of the office. Like things can all of a sudden go from we're going to have something next week to oh, it's going to take six weeks. Like you right. Know, you never know, but I would say no matter what, you've mentally checked out, yeah, of or or you've mentally moved on, so you should be looking, right? And it's fair that you've already had this conversation with your boss. Talk to your boss, say, you know, I'm I'm ready to do something, and if this doesn't work out, like, what's my next move? But 
if there's no harm, your boss already knows you were trying to get another job. Like, why don't you just tell him? Like, all right, like, you know, yeah. have that honest conversation. Yeah. But I wouldn't say definitely. I'd say it doesn't look great doesn't after look a great. month. Yeah. But but it, it things do do just stop in the middle of you know something that's promising. They might want you, but then they realize they can't hire you for another month. I have noticed, and tell me if this is this is just just been my experience or if this is the modern hiring practice that oftentimes, even if you go well down the road in the interview process where you have lots and lots of meetings with people, where you really get to the point where you're like, I think I'm going to get an offer here. All of a sudden, these companies will just go radio silent on you. And, yes. they, and they won't, and eventually you realize, oh, well, I guess they made the move with someone else where it used to be, they would call you, they would give you a phone call and go, Hey, we appreciate you coming in all these times. We, you know, thought you were great, whatever. We found a better fit. Just the courtesy phone call you would get. I, this happened to me recently. I went down the line with these people. It was like this, I was going to do media relations for this big foundation. And it was like, I didn't wasn't sure if I was going to take it, but they recruited. They found me on LinkedIn, and they reached out to me, okay. and they're like, "Hey, you know, we want to talk. You know, here's what we have going on. Here's what we're looking for. Here's what we why we like you. Can you, you know, can you test for us? Is one of the things because it's when you do media relations, they want to make sure that you can communicate in their voice. So I did that. You know, I wrote a bunch of stuff that I thought would work for their thing, but I was kind of like, "Hey, once I'm immersed in the." In the culture of the company, I'm, you know, there might be nuances that I don't see yet, but trust me, I'll, I'll get them. And it was like way down the line, and I talked to everybody, and it was a whole thing. And we had had the compensation discussion, and they, they freely admitted that it would be tough for them to get to the number that I needed, but they said, hey, we could get close. And, you know, here's, here's the other, which is what they do. Here's the other perks of working here that might make it worth right. it to you. But we, you, you know, when you're having that conversation, you're pretty well down the road. And then, the, then I meet with everybody. I did do the whole thing. And the last I hear is, Hey, everything's looking good. Let me, I'll let you know what the next steps are going to be later this week. That was like three months right. ago. Right. Like no, and then and then you're like, okay, well, obviously this isn't going to happen. But you still reach out. You shoot an email. You leave a voicemail. Hey, just you know, want to know where things are at. You mentioned we'd talk again. I haven't heard from you. Let's chat. Nothing. No response. No email. And it's it's this has happened to other people I know, capable people. Like, and this isn't like, hey, I just did. I had one phoner with the recruiter and didn't hear back. We have, that's happened to everybody. But this is right. you go well down the road with a company, right. and it's like the it's like modern commerce where they're just like, ah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, call there's him. no the 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 rules are just way different now. Yeah. Just like it's crazy. you know, there used to be like like it was a real uh, you know an honor to be like Bob's been here 23 years. Now it's like. That fucking useless sack of shit's been here eight years. Right. We don't have to respect him at all. Like it's everything's changed. Yeah, it's crazy. So I hopefully, Kevin, this is going to happen for you. But it's not just the fact that your boss was like, "Hey, you should go talk to these people." Means that you're probably pretty well thought of, and that people like you. So if it didn't right. happen this time, especially because it sounds like you came into it late in the process, hopefully you got it 
But if not, I'm thinking good things are going to happen for you. And just talk to your boss. He yeah. he obviously thinks you can do better. Right. So tell him, all right, well, if this doesn't work, where where's my next move? What, totally. what, what can I do? Work that network, buddy. Uh, speaking of that network, you know what's come? It's Memorial Day this weekend, Ed. And you know what that means? You know, I didn't until I guess reading this story. I really? didn't realize that that's I, 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 this is not my bailiwick. No, me either. But I know about. I, it. I mean, in theory, I should know that it's Indy right. Five Hundred weekend. But yeah. I'm just telling you, I, I, it didn't occur to me. Okay. You know, you know what? I anytime I think of the Indy Five Hundred, I think of uh, what is the the, the little Five Hundred? The oh, uh, yes, breaking of away. Yes, that's real. One of one of the most underrated movies. Yeah, I went to uh, I interned with a guy who went to IU. And I just kept asking him questions about breaking away and stuff. And he's like, all right, how many times are we going to talk about this? I Yeah, I didn't read. Like, I thought it was just a movie. I thought it was no, just a real. And it's like a big drinking. It's a, yes, it's a big thing. You got the fucking townies racing against the fraternities. Like, it's a whole thing. If you haven't seen that movie, it's oh, one yeah. of the more underrated sports movies. Yeah. Ever. It's great. No, it's great. great. Young Dennis Quaid. Young, yeah. uh, who's the the voice of Wonder Years? Daniel Stern. Yeah. Daniel Stern, Kelly Leak, uh, Kelly Kelly Leak. It's a yeah. good movie. Yeah, good movie. very very good movie. Uh, I might have to. And you know, it's one of those ones that would be on like every Saturday on Channel Thirteen when you're a kid. Like you just yes. flip on the TV or the Dodger game would end, and it'd be like up next, Breaking Away. And now you know we live in a, a time where you have access to everything, so you have to go seek stuff out. You don't you don't right. just necessarily run into shit like that. But yes, any five hundred. It's got to be somewhere. Good movie. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, okay, well, after winning the Indy 500 poll and the $100,000 check that goes with it, race car driver Scott Dixon went to celebrate with his friend and three-time Indy winner Dario Franchitti at Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> and while in the drive through lane, 14- and 15-year-old boys whipped out guns and robbed them. Well, it's, it's Indianapolis. <laughs> the boy, the boys were caught shortly thereafter, but questions remain. Now, Brian, what's the worst part about the story? One that anyone decided to eat at Taco Bell. Yeah, agreed. two that robbers thought the best spot to rob someone was uh, at the drive-through of a restaurant that never requires more than ten dollars. Or three that this was the best culinary option in Indianapolis. <laughs> yes. I mean, these guys are millionaires. Don't they make tons of money? Tons. Taco Bell. That's not a real choice, right? Dario Franchitti used to be married to Ashley Judd. I thought that name was familiar. Yeah, he's one. He's the weird one because he's. You're like Dario Franchitti. You're like, oh, it's like this fucking crazy Italian, like suave Italian dude. He's Scottish. He's a Scotsman. He's got the whole Scotch accent, but he's called Dario Franchitti. Um, okay. Dave Letterman yeah. used to have all those guys on because he's a yeah. big indie car. He owns a team. Guy. Yeah. He owns a team with Bobby Rahal. He's, he's, David Letterman has won the Indy 500. His team's won it, I think, I know at least once, maybe a couple times. I miss that guy. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, these guys, you, do you think that they were approached because every indie car driver is like five, six, 128 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> and so 14 year old boys like oh we can take this yeah one. we okay. can stick. these they're, guys they're are like enough. sixth graders yeah and of course they can eat they have such fast metabolisms of course they can eat taco bell it's over Wait, are they like jockeys is yeah. that <laughs> yes. they like the same thing Maybe, i don't know if they have to like puke constantly to make weight like jockeys but they're little dudes they're little dudes <laughs> and these guys they're 
at the top of the list of the guys that just pro athletes that just get the most pussy. It's like yes. not even close. It's it's well F one would be like that's the pinnacle. That's the that's the pussy pinnacle in the that's pro the, sports in Europe, world. right? Right. And well it's all over the world, but yeah. European sport. F one and then like pretty much all race car drivers, but F one and IndyCar and then like soccer players are up there and hockey. Hockey guys get really good ass. Really good. And baseball players. Baseball players do really well too. Uh, but yeah, um, don't need to talk. Back about. to the the little guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched the uh, Preakness with my kids, and when they interviewed the jockey, they couldn't get over. It. They're like, "What's with his voice? Like, why is he talking right, like crazy. that?" It's, yeah, yeah, because they sound like they're all on helium. Right. These guys are so tiny. They're so little, and they're all fucking alcoholics. I mean, not talking about anybody specifically, but it's just a they're trend. A shoemaker, right? <laughs> yes, he's one. Yeah, it's <laughs> R.I.P. But it must be delightful. Yeah. Like a, a Coors Light would get you just right. shit faced, right? But they can't gain any weight, so they do, all they do is eat like a walnut a day or a, <laughs> a part of an apple, and then when they and then when the race ends, they just go get blotto every single day because they're hanging around a bunch of unsavories. Like a lot of people want to buy them drinks. Yeah. It's, it's not. Uh, it's not the best. Yeah, lots crowd. of guys named after cities. Right. That's that's the kind of guys they're hanging out yes, with. Exactly. <laughs> that was my friend Philly. Yeah. Hey, Vegas over there. Uh, okay. Excellent. Excellent story. What else, Ed? Okay. Well, a recently retired ball player, but always making headlines. A Rod. So the uh, MLB Network tweeted out a picture of A Rod in the booth before a game last week with his notes, um, getting ready to call a game. But then the network deleted it. Luckily for the world, Deadspin took a screenshot of the tweet before they deleted it. And upon closer examination of A Rod's notes, the following was jotted down in giant font Child colon birth control. Baby, pull out stuff. Now, Brian, the correct answer is option A, right? Yes, of course. Well, I mean, it's definitely not option B. Yep. I would say A, and if A didn't happen, definitely C. Definitely C. A, well, definitely A if I had had, uh, Alex Rodriguez money. Yep. What? What do you think? What was the point? Like, was he joking around, or do you think like that's just what whistles through his head? Well, I, I don't. I mean, it's. I don't know. You know how? Like, if you look at anybody's notes, they probably don't make sense to you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I want to. I want to hear this. Where how this is going to make sense? <laughs> Maybe it's and it also said like January twelfth on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's there, there was also like a weird date on there. Yeah. Like, it was last week that he called the game. I know. And like he had like one page with some baseball stuff, and yeah. then the other page said this. <laughs> but in big font, like you definitely, 
It was big handwriting, like John Hancock size, and it's a child birth control baby pull out stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't like how he's one of these guys. He first of all, he doesn't use the lines, and I don't use the lines exactly either. But I orientate the writing so it's uh, in the same direction as the lines. He's yeah, going. That was that was yeah. It's a little. Hey, it's almost like he was on PTP. Yeah, yeah. It's he's going perpendicular to the lines. Also, he's one of these guys that like. He writes a seven-word note to himself, and it's three-quarters of the page. He's writing way too big in sort of a cursive script, which is weird. He doesn't have girl writing like um, Aaron Hernandez. But he, right, but it, it, it's, it's odd. It's yeah. odd. Yeah. Like it's, it, not, it's not Aaron Hernandez, but it's a little flowery. Yeah, it's, it's a little fruity. I mean, this guy's not an educated guy. We know that, although I guess that doesn't no. really affect your penmanship. Uh, I don't know. Pull out stuff. Well, definitely one birth control. One A, pulling out. I mean, pulling out. And what is pull out stuff? Like, I'm pretty sure there's yeah. only one way to pull out. That's right? true. Well, that that's why I'm thinking like pull out stuff. Like, like maybe he's going on a trip, and maybe he's going skiing, and he's like, go down, go down to the garage, and go up above in the rafters there, oh. where, where I keep my <laughs> pull out. I keep my parka and my poles and my atomics and I get and I get all that stuff, pull out stuff to go skiing on January 31st or something. Yeah. Or maybe he's trying to a spit roast. So he's pulling out stuff on both ends. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Could be also, he's going out with, um, Jennifer Lopez. Yes. Who's one of my just all time. We've talked about it on this show. She's probably my number one sex fan. Way up there. Uh, and but also, in terms of being way up there, she's uh, – I'm not saying she's beyond childbirthing. She is not menopausal. She's right? not menopausal. She's like, she's, she's like our age or maybe no, like a no. few years old. She's older, 47. Right? So she's she could physically get pregnant, but I would – my guess is that her eggs are not as viable as they would have been earlier yeah. in life, she would probably need some help. Like this, you're jam- gonna have, or you're just gonna need the super unlucky roll the dice to not grow. I mean, it could happen. It's, but it's, yeah, it is unlikely. And I, I don't know about baby. I don't know. It's, it's interesting notes. I wonder. I, I don't know. It's, I, I, I don't really have. Uh, I don't really have a good idea of what's just, going on there. It's a weird thing to take notes on. I mean, these are these are pretty well-established things. Like, you need to take notes on what the three options are? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you would need to write that's child. Maybe child he fancies colon. himself as, like, a modern-day Ben Franklin doing the con, uh, pro-con list, but he doesn't understand how there's supposed to be two columns. No, yeah, yeah, that could, that could be it. The, pro, the pros and cons list. But again, not, you know... He's drafted, and he's in the major leagues when he was 18, so I don't think right. he really, like, had any... Uh, you don't have any confidence in the Hialeah uh, high school no, no. system? <laughs> Definitely not. Also, is he... What is Alex Rodriguez? Is he Dominican? I believe so. Yeah, or like half? But he's from here. I believe so, but yeah, I mean, I know... Uh, yeah, I know he was a Miami guy. Like, he donated... like. If you go down to University of Miami baseball, they have a, like you know their big time program. It's like the Alex Rodriguez yeah. field. Like he's he's definitely well connected to the Miami community. Yeah. 
So I don't think I think he was always a Miami guy, I, but I think he's of D- Dominican. Well, it's kind of weird because like Manny Manny Ramirez, yeah, it's one of my all time favorites. He's tearing it up in the Korean league right now. Manny Ramirez, he's also he's like from New, he's from Washington Heights, but right. he's more Dominican than he is American. But he's he's an I think he was born in the Dominican Republic, but he grew up and went to high school here. Well, yeah, I know my my guy uh, uh, Manny Machado on the Orioles. Yeah. He grew up in Miami, like he idolizes a Rod, but he played for the Dominican team, and he right. he was a Miami guy. But that's like you know that you can you can exist in communities down right. there where they don't speak English, where you you're just in a better version of, of right. you know Dominican Republic. Like you can have a whole you know restaurants, food stores where it's. Just like to where Michelle's hometown is now, just pretty much a Korean place. Like there's a, there's very little English at the Good stores. Point. Good point, buddy. Ed, yeah, you're you you were a Wall Street guy, so you were always going to these three martini lunches at the high end. Man- I used Manhattan. I used to. One customer made me take him to Sparks like once a week. Yeah. A couple of scotches yeah. and a steak. And it was like, ah, oh, I can't keep my eyes open. After that. I know. So, it's, it's a, I don't understand how. Once a week, yes. two scotches and a, and a uh, steak. And he made sure he did huge trades after those lunches. So <laughs> yeah. I was never going to turn them down. Right. Nobody could fault me because it was like I'd be walking in the door from the lunch and be like, all right. Offer me seven hundred fifty million of this bond or yes, whatever. Yeah. Offer me a billion yeah. of that. It's like, all right, worth all it. Right, we'll keep, we'll keep doing it. <laughs> so worth it. Well, you know me, Ed. I pretty much brown bag it every day. I like to eat healthy, so I'll bring some. Well, I'll bring some salmon, fish. maybe some halibut. You know what? I, you know what I've been doing lately is no. <laughs> I'll eat my lunch, but I don't like to get home in the evening and be super hungry and snack a whole bunch before dinner. So I've been trying to like knock that down. So right before I leave work. Oh God. You're going to hate this. I am going to hate it. I'll, <laughs> I'll eat like a handful of walnuts and a, That's uh, fine. and a can of smoked oysters. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my so good for you. And that disgusting. Was, <laughs> That way I'll get I get some protein going, and that ah. way, and then I <laughs> then when I get home I'm not like starving to death. God, occasionally, occasionally for lunch I'll just have a can. You know I said appreciate life. Like yeah. we should appreciate you because someone's gonna murder you pretty soon. <laughs> oh, a lot of times I'll have a can of tuna and an avocado ah. and like a tomato and maybe some. Cucumbers. Tuna tuna stinks up an office. Yeah, it's really smelly. Yeah. It's, it's a very yes. smelly. When you open that can, it's, yeah. you might as well be clipping your toenails at your desk. <laughs> it's you're such a monster. Well, I used to work yeah. near a guy who clipped his toenails at work. It was oh, no, dry that's not true. all the time. That's not yeah. true. No one's ever his name. That. His name was Sheldon. No, he should be in prison. That, that man oh, should yeah. be in prison. Yeah. Awful. There's a 50 year old Jewish guy who's way into queer eye for the straight guy. Straight, straight eye. What is it? We que- That's it. You, you said it right. Yeah, queer eye for the straight guy. <laughs> Am I going to have to bleep that guy's name too to protect him? No, nah, fuck that dude. <laughs> well, Ed, it's not just me who's got weird stuff in the fridge. 
Yeah. Felicia Nevins called police after worrying the thermos she was using to store sperm and dry ice in for her artificial insemination could have exploded. Nevins hadn't even told her family about her fertility journey, but she says the sheriff's office posted the story on its Facebook page after the incident, (laughs) and a news crew showed up at her door. Is this a DIY kind of thing? I I didn't I realize this. I thought, she, I thought you had to go to like a place to get this done. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Pretty sure, at least an outpatient clinic, something. I don't think you. I don't think you show up and you're like, I'm here for my insemination, and they're like, Okay, where's your? Here you go. Yeah, I think they here have you to go. Like, Here's I, your spermus. I think they have to. I think they have to vet the jizz. <laughs> like it's not. They have to make sure it's viable jizz. It. Yeah, right. They, there's a lot that goes into it. She's just. She she got some guy. Yeah. She got some guy right. behind the uh, behind a uh, dumpster at Denny's to be like, "Hey, can you just jerk off into this, you, um, and I'll just put on some dry ice." Would you mind? Do you, do you have any? Hey, can- it works for Omaha Steaks. Why? Let's let's do it. Do you have Do you have any cancer in your family? No, not sure. Good enough. <laughs> The, the, oh, but I should mention this happened in Florida. Ed. the the Pasco oh, yeah. the Pasco Sheriff's Office posted a short explanation of what happened using a stock photo of a woman with a disgusted impre- expression. What are they? They're, they're doing like fat Jew style material on their Facebook page. They didn't use Nevin's name, but she said there were enough details: her age, location, and time of the incident for reporters and curious citizens to figure out who she was by searching public records. <laughs> it started on Wednesday after the 26-year-old called the sheriff's non-emergency line because she forgot to remove the thermos's rubber O-ring, meaning the container could have exploded. She said a deputy and firefighters arrived, took the thermos away, and safely opened it. Oh, hazardous duty pay. She said they were kind and didn't tell her nosy neighbors what happened. The officer told them it was a private matter, Nevin said, and he treated it as a private matter until he got back to the station and everybody laughed about it. They should they should have treated it they should have treated it like super seriously. Like uh uh fuck Hurt Locker. Like sent the guy in with a full padded suit. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They should have gone full Get out the robot. (laughs) Like they should like bring in the spermis. (laughs) Like bring bringing a drone, like swoop it away with yeah. a drone, and then take it out over the ocean and explode it over the ocean. There's no way that was really for artificial insemination. Ed, what is yeah. worse, me microwaving salmon at the office, or this broad bathing the community fridge in rando spunk? <laughs> She's, she must be so stupid. <laughs> like, what? Assume, assuming the spunk had breached the beverage container, Ed. What? Like, yes. What was Felicia's expectation of the cops? Like, did she want them to arrest the sperm? Like, what? Like, wipe it up, lady. Like, what, what? Ma'am, is is? Oh, do we have a botched poison ivy situation? Like, why? Right. Why? What? What were you doing? What was the end game here? She had a Boris Becker. Situation. Like, imagine if somebody, if somebody called the cops every time somebody left some errant jizz somewhere. Like this, we'd be inundated. Like the, it would be nine one one would be broken. 
Uh, <laughs> that's great. Uh, Ed, last week we talked about that woman in Minnesota who pinched eight large from the local high school's grad night kitty yes. to yes. fund her burgeoning dildo enterprise. Right. Well, I thought, wow, that's sort of a weird happening. Like, it's what are the odds that, like, when's the next time you're going to hear about somebody running a side dildo business? And it turns out, pretty common thing and some some parents in connecticut are pretty pissed off at their kids sixth grade teacher because she's slanging fake dicks on the internet the unnamed sixth grade teacher from thompson brooks school in avon was placed on administrative leave for posting photos of kinky goodies on her personal social media page School board officials admitted they knew for years that she worked as a sales rep for the adult shop Pure Romance, which sells items such as vibrators, lube, and, quote, anal soothing gels. You know, you know whoever wrote this? Anal nitrates? Poppers? <laughs> no, no. Anal soothing gels, Ed. But isn't that or it, no, 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 no. poppers relax the anus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and you inhale those. This is this is soothing. A, this is this is yeah. This is, this is a, just like a numb, numb the area yes, kind of thing. That's exactly right. When the it's like when, it's like the, when the dentist is going to give you a shot in the gums, he puts a little mm-hmm. something on there, so it's not as intense. Mm. But when parents the when parents found out. They flocked to a school board meeting Tuesday, claiming the teacher's a bad influence on her preteen students. There's no policy forbidding teachers from having other jobs, but officials drew the line when she used her personal social media account to promote the sultry supplies. Ed, is having your sixth grade teacher slinging low-grade butthole lidocaine better or worse (laughs) than my sixth grade teacher returning from a leave of absence and describing in vivid detail for the class his prostate removal surgery. <laughs> oh my God. Did he really? Yeah. Mr. Jacober. Oh, I assume, Mr. Jacober. I assume, what are you doing, buddy? I, I assume he's dead because he was probably 80 yeah, years in old. Sixth grade, probably, he yeah. was already having the prostate go. Yeah. <laughs> He was he was very vivid about how the doctor made an incision between his penis and his anus, <laughs> and we were all laughing so. I still open my taint, class. We, we were all laughing so hard, and my my buddy Chad kept raising his hand and and asking over and over again, "Excuse me, Mister Jacober, where did they make the incision between my penis and my anus?" <laughs> He said it like four times, and all of us were just stunned. Uh, I, uh, I think I said this about the story. I've said about a few stories. Yeah. Aside from our uh, asshole listener Casey, who's probably not a listener anymore, oh, it's I've well established him. that 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 uh, teachers don't make shit. Like, no. let them let them make it. And no. and how do these parents know? Like that's parents who are digging it. Like, oh, let me see what they're up to. Like, yeah. leave your teachers alone. Yeah, like, it's true. not like it's not like teachers. Like, all right, class, I'm going to teach you about the Missouri Compromise. 
with the help of these anal beads. Like, you're just, it, it doesn't, one doesn't have to, anything to do with the other. She's not trying to sell them to the kids. No. Like, of course not. Just calm the fuck down. Also, why, why, why are you Facebook friends with your kid's teacher? Like, let's have some boundaries. This, you don't have to be so up in the mix. I feel like every week I get an email from, like, the school mom, the class mom or something, and there's always, like, oh, it's, let's get the teacher, uh, um, it's the, our week to bring flowers. Somebody needs to bring her yes. flowers every day. And <laughs> yeah, teacher appreciation week. And this is, yeah, this is, that just happened. And it was like yeah. her favorite flowers are lilies. And it's, I'm like, what the fuck? Like it's, <laughs> and it's enough. Like I'll tell her thanks. I'll get her 25 bucks to Starbucks at the end of the year. Like, let's chill out here. Let's not make it a fucking party every week. So her job is to teach the kids. I actually live next door to one of my kids' teachers. Like, literally in du- my apartment building. D- directly next door. next door. Yeah, like, like our doors are 30 Sh- feet apart. Shut up. Is she kind of hot? Like, oh, it's this- a dude. He's awesome. Oh, it's a awesome dude now. Because I was like... But I wouldn't mind living 30 feet away from my other right. son's <laughs> yes. teacher. Yes, that's what I'm wouldn't talking mind. about. Yes. Wouldn't mind is- at all. I feel like I've seen this porno. I enjoyed it. Definitely. I wouldn't mind pulling a draper. Ed, joining us now, it is time for everybody's favorite segment of the show. Of course, I'm talking about fancy sauce, and it was touch and go for a while, but she was able to make it. Thankfully, hey, Kate. she joins us now. Hey, guys. Yeah, it's party time. Kate McManus. How you doing, Kate? Let's do this. <laughs> Good. All right. Quickly, before we get to your stories, the real news, as we like to call yes, it. Yes, that's right. We have um, some email and voicemail to get to. This, I thought, was interesting. This is in response. Do you guys recall last week, we had a very, very... Uh, I won't say important, but heartfelt. Oh, definitely important. Important and heartfelt from a a guy who was having uh, problems with ED. He was having problems maintaining an erection, and he mm-hmm. was he had. And I don't I don't suggest this along along the lines of brote for bro vote. Mm-hmm. I don't suggest ever using this term. He was adopting the no fap lifestyle. I think that's yeah, the second second time I've ever used that word. The first was his email. Yeah, don't use it again. And we said, we said maybe that's not the best idea to <laughs> completely give up masturbation. Right, you, I remember. You, you want to keep making yeah. sperm. And so keep it flowing. Keep it flowing, but also talk to your doctor. And you know, we gave him some good advice. I thought, well, somebody listened and they had some thoughts on that call or on that voice or email, and they left a voicemail with some interesting thoughts. Coming from a different direction. Let's hear what this guy has to say. <laughs> What's up, guys and fancy? This is DT in Houston. Listening to episode 169 currently and uh, had to pause it. You guys are discussing the gentleman with the ED and the masturbation problems, and y'all are telling him to jerk off, which is fine, unless. He's married to the lady who likes a lot of cum. I believe that was the story five, six months ago where the lady who didn't have enough cum stabbed the gentleman. So you might want to clarify with him to make sure that he doesn't have a woman 
who loves a large load of semen. Interesting. <laughs> Have wow. a great weekend, boys. DT. First, DT. first of all, let me tell you, by far, <laughs> the best voicemail we've ever had to this program. <laughs> I full, wholeheartedly agree. I had not thought about, wait, maybe this guy should check with his partner first and be like, listen, I am having these problems. I've thought about adopting the no fat lifestyle, but then my, uh, some friends of mine, some people that I trust gave me some different advice. And I just need to know, are you comfortable with me producing a s- smaller amount of ejaculate than normal? <clears throat> I, I, hadn't thought I think about the it. story he's referring to yeah. was a meth head from right. no, Florida, yeah. from like the panhandle, yeah. right? Oh like, my God. yeah. Yeah, there was there were there were some other circumstances. Right now, Kate. Yes, as a woman, you're married now. But as I am. Yes, as a as a <laughs> Just woman, <kidding>. as someone <laughs> that has dated in life, how many times have you had a conversation with your girlfriends where you're like, "I'm dating this guy, and he is so nice. He's got a great job, and he's really." emotionally Sweet. available. He's just a nice guy. He always opens the door for me. He's uh he's very sexually alert and vibrant. He's got a good sized cock but not too big. And he's just really he makes puts my pleasure first. He puts my feelings first. I really love everything about him except for one thing. You're trying to actually describe someone I've dated in the past. And you're like, <laughs> he just doesn't produce enough cum. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can stay with I him. Like, I like a good court. Yeah. Yes. Yes. For A, I feel like this is a trick to get me to admit that I wasn't a virgin when we met. Oh, that's right. Yes. And B, I've broken up with guys over many, many, many oh, things. Yes, including... Including cum volume, and that's one of them. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, oh yes, fantastic. <laughs> yes. Oh, so this is good. This is actually good advice, DT. Anonymous. DT, yes. I, I think. I think uh, general rule is if she gets out a measuring cup when you're ready to yes. ejaculate, that's right. when you're supposed right. to yes. reassess things. Yes, if she's like, hold on, I'm not quite ready, and then she returns to the bedroom with a graduated cylinder, you might want to be concerned. <laughs> and if when you're done, she says. Is that it? <laughs> Do you? Yes. Wait. Yes. More. More. <laughs> uh, You're done? Unbelievable. <clears throat> okay. Thank you very much for that, DT. Really, really appreciate that. Like I said, my favorite voicemail ever. Uh, okay. Here's an email. Hey, fam. I heard that you needed an intro song to the Can Conundrum segment, and boom, I'm here to oblige. I would have gotten it out sooner, but I don't think it would be humane to put the eventual marriage counselor through the following phrase with my wife. We were going to finish Mother's Day dinner, but he decided to go fix the backing harmonies to a song about looking at titties for a podcast. <laughs> it would, however, guarantee me a big ca- guarantee me big cash for a spot during sweeps for an episode of Who the Bleep Did I Marry? So keep the requests coming, but I digress. Let's give it a try. Hit it. Yeah, I can't decide 
can't, 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 Another breathtaking, unbelievable, breathtaking. excellent job by our very own Rights of Bill channeling Barry or uh, Barry White and Barry Barry Manilow. Either either cans. I mean, no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, so he and now he's. I like that song. So yeah, yeah good job. It's great. On uh, that, here's I'm, I approve. Here is his can conundrum that he's passed along. Kate is at a Victoria's Secret one day. Trying on something special for her boo. Victoria's Secret's basic. I'd never go there, but go ahead. What up, me? (laughs) When all of a sudden, a huge rush of customers hits the store. You're you're more of a Fredericks of Hollywood kind (laughs) of? Yeah. (laughs) The fitting room, trashy lingerie. The fitting room. I love around Christmas seeing seeing a dude walk in there. It's like, all right. Yeah, that's great. Fine panties. The fitting room attendant says that everyone will have to double up in the changing rooms due to the crowd. I'm about to abandon my nofap lifestyle right now. <laughs> Kate, holding the latest lace high neck baby doll in hand, sees two spots. One has Emma Stone with a lace bodysuit. Another has Allison Brie with a bustier, both offering front row seats. To some amazement, what does she choose? That's a course from our very own rights of Bill. Hey, Bill, this is a no-brainer. Emma Stone's basically like a boy. Yeah. Not interested. Not sexy. No sex appeal. Zero. Alison Brie, on the other hand, one of the hottest chicks. She is my girl. Also, a big favorite of Brian's. Yes. I'd have to agree, though. There's a lot of time Brian's like, um, oh, this girl's attractive, and I'm like... What is wrong with you? What do you mean? But sometimes I, he nail he nails one. Yeah, went, like what are what are some of the ones where you're like <laughs> remember? You can't believe that I think she's hot. Uh, well, like that she, one. She went against um, Jessica Simpson. Yeah, that's true. She did that go. one from The Bachelor, Melissa. Melissa Rycroft. Oh, what is wrong with well, you? She was kind of fog, but she <laughs> had it. the the thing about her was. Her cheesiness made her sort of hot. No. Yeah. I just disagree. Oh, yeah. Melissa Rycroft up, is good. Straight up oh, disagree. No. Oh, yeah, We're going to divorce. Good that's a good one. I agree with you. <laughs> I will say this about Emma Stone. Yeah. Like, I think she just doesn't pass the Hollywood hot chick test. Right. I'm sure she's perfectly pleasant looking in person. Sure. She has a snaggle tooth. Yeah. Does she? I mean, kind of. You know, I'm, I'm sure if I saw her out, it would be like, oh, she's attractive. But I still haven't seen La La Land. She doesn't pass. She doesn't. I mean, if you do, you're a monster. In, pro, in protest. Who would you see it with? <laughs> uh, yes, continue. But, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there's there's a difference. Like, Hollywood hot versus just some ordinary looking person. Like, I don't think she's, she's not Rebel Wilson, but wow, she's not. Wow. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Yes. She's not Scarlett Johansson. She's just super I saw part of Match Point the other day. It was tough standing up after that. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's in Magic Mike? I I watched part of Magic Mike. I I don't think she is. Oh, Match Point. (laughs) I thought you said Magic Mike. Uh, Match Point's pretty good, actually. I don't know what that is. It's a a Woody Allen thriller. She's super hot in it. She she has beautiful breasts and just a 
Nice. Okay. Alabaster. Things are devolving, a good, as per usual. There's a good rainstorm scene in, in, uh, in Match Point. But don't count out. She also has a beautiful round ass. Uh, thanks for that, right to Bill? Yeah, I can't decide. This king can't get done to pull you, baby. Thanks, Amazing. Bill. He's very talented. Okay, Kate. Time for the real news. What is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in? Well, I know everyone listening has been hanging on the edge of their seats for some flip or flop updates. Yeah, who hasn't? Tarek and Christina. Yeah. Pins and Beatles. Tarek. Tarek. I always say it wrong. Tarek. Um, Christina. It says, I would think Kate's pronunciation is probably b- more correct. Is he, is he go by Tarek? I believe he goes by Tarek. So dumb sounding. I, yeah. It doesn't sound right. I, I don't know. I could All be right, wrong. Tarek. I could be wrong. Christina and Tarek. So Christina is recently, was recently questioned by Child Services yeah. after her toddler fell in the pool. Yeah. I feel like Tarek found out and called them. This is what happens when you're in a custody battle. You think so? Well, any sort of ammunition you can gather against the other person to make them look like an unfit parent. Sources close to the family say that Christina and Tarek's one-year-old son, Brayden. Oof. B-R-A-Y-D-E-N. B-A-S-I-C. Yes. He's going to for sure be in the WHL Bantam draft in like 14 years. (laughs) was under the care of the nanny Monday when he fell into the pool. She swooped the child up quickly. He was never unconscious. So I'm not sure what child services needed to be contacted. I it sounds saw- like, you know, that this happens with kids. You cannot no. take your eyes off a toddler no. around That's, a pool. No. They are going to end up in the pool in every single time. You think, this, you think there's going to be a big splash no. and they just... Yeah. Slip. My little brother fell in the pool Slip when he was a toddler, pool. and he sank to the bottom immediately. Much, much I mean, everybody that re- has read Freakonomics knows that a pool in your backyard is much, much more dangerous than having a firearm in the home to a child. What? Oh, yeah. When I was, uh, I used to be a, a country club lifeguard, lifeguard mm-hmm. and the only saves I made, you know, when you're a lifeguard, you're thinking, oh, I got to do this. It was all toddlers in the pool. Yeah. That was the, on- that yeah. was the only save I would make. Yeah. yeah. It's sad. Did um did any of the moms ever were they ever like <laughs> Ed? Can you you just save my child? Can you um come over to my estate? My uh, orthopedic surgeon husband is going to be at a conference for the next week. So I, are, are, can you come over? I need some help changing some light bulbs at my house. Well, two things. Yeah. One, yes, I definitely wanted that scenario to play out. Yeah, me too. On a daily basis. Uh, two, there were a couple of Randy moms that like were looking for looking for an angle just with any of the college guys that were working there. Yeah. But like there I mean, there are just bored housewives that have nothing else to do. You could tell that they were they were looking for anyone who was gonna pursue it. When I was like in my early I was like nineteen or twenty, a buddy of mine worked at like the country club. And he was wearing out some doctor's wife. Like, where she was probably like oh, 35. I totally believe that. And he was like 22, and he was wearing it out. And I was like, this 
this guy's got life made. Like this is the best thing that could ever happen to anyone. I was very, very jealous. Like, like Loverboy. Like yes, Patrick Dempsey and Loverboy. Patrick Dempsey and Loverboy. Exactly. Living the dream. Yes. Uh, so, oh, back to Tarek and Christina. Yeah. I figured this out. She was concerned about a dry drowning situation. I saw another story on this. So she took the kid to emergency and was like, hey, my kid fell in the pool. I didn't want to make sure it's okay. And then the CPS is just automatically brought in to check things out. Well, dry drowning is very um, dangerous and common, too. Anybody that's seen that horrible Showtime show, The Affair, knows what you're talking about. One of the worst shows featuring McNulty from The Wire. Uh, okay, what else is going on, Kate? All right. Um, we rid, the world was rid of a truly horrendous person uh, recently, Roger Ailes. Oh, huge piece um, of shit. Oh, it was terrific. Formerly the head of Fox yes. News Network. Real piece of shit. Um, died. Um, mm-hmm. And he his uh, funeral was held Saturday. The event was attended by the likes of Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, mm-hmm. and of course, of course, I can't talk today. Of course. <laughs> Who's who of jerk off? <laughs> of course, um, Ailes' family, including his 17-year-old son, Zachary, who delivered a eulogy at the ceremony, during which he took some time to threaten the women accused, um, oh, nice. who accused his father of nice. sexual harassment over the course of six yeah. decades. Yeah. Who, uh, a, two things. I'm conflicted here because he quoted Tombstone. He vowed to I'm, clear his father's yes, name. Good yes, fucking luck. Right? And then dropped this line on everyone. I want all the people who betrayed my father to know that I'm coming after them and hell is coming with me. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty um, sweet From line. Kurt Russell's Wyatt Earp yes. in Tombstone, yes. which is in the movie yes. a death threat. Well, and yeah. I'm pretty sure he means that. And he's like this doughy teenager as a right? death yes. threat. Yes. First of all, I'm I'm conflicted here because there's two things going on. First of all, who lets a 17 year old make a speech anywhere? Right. First problem. That's worse than a, a maid of honor. Agreed. Yes. Yes. A, a doughy 17 year old of a dead guy whose dick looked like hamburger meat, apparently. So, I mean, despite being very dead, Roger Ailes is still the subject of several lawsuits and investigations stemming from numerous accusations of sexual assault. I believe you have an open open tab. What is is talking right now? Sometimes um, videos just start yeah, playing. I, I don't know I if anyone's that. familiar with that. that. Why Let's, does that still happen? I'll let you know. know when I want to play really a video. Yeah, don't play that. shit for it me. Automatically play. Uh, but, uh, but what? Yes, go on. One thing I was going to say is, I get it. I've 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 read the feedback. Not everybody feels how I do politically, but you cannot be on the side of Roger Ailes. He was a piece of shit yeah, in every way. Yeah, he's a real turd. He didn't do anything good for anybody. And I would argue you, that you Fox News Taibis. has added to the downfall of society. Yeah. yeah, he he. If you hate MSNBC, Roger Ailes was the reason for that. Like it, it's just, it's just, it's the lack of discourse in this country. But anyway, he was a fucking lecherous piece of shit, and you should read Matt Taibbi's article because he just talks about what a shitty American he was. Uh, love Taibbi's one now, of my favorites. I will say this. I am not in favor of any 17-year-old kid saying anything anywhere at any time. But I'm very much in favor of all 
tombstone quotes all the time. Like if he would have just got up there and been like, skin that smoke wagon, see what happens. I'd have been like, yeah. I would have like jumped up in the back and just been like, keep going. Like do them all. I'm your Huckleberry. Like Michelle, you should have a boss who would send out like, I don't know what's happening right now. Michelle had to see like the CEO, her boss would, would send out these emails like, all right, this is what we need to do for this quarter. And he'd close it with, what we do in life echoes in eternity. And oh, Michelle's like, isn't that a weird closer? I was like, that's fucking Gladiator. He's, <laughs> he's, he's writing like cheesy, like Gladiator Ridley Scott lines. I mean, I, I love that movie, but Who come on. Don't pass it off as your own quote. No. <laughs> that, is, that is the worst. Super douchey. Uh, okay, okay. What else is going on in the world of pop culture? All right, I have some Johnny Depp news. I don't know. Did you know that he apparently, according to Ellen DeGeneres, he was on the Ellen show. She told him, you do a great Trump. Apparently he did a parody, a Funny or Die parody on the art of the deal and uh, where he played Donald Trump. Johnny Depp did. Yes. Um, I haven't seen the video, but. Oh, oh, Johnny Depp joins us now. Johnny, is it true? I've heard that you want to take over. Johnny. When Alec Baldwin is done playing yes. Trump. Yes. Is this true? That is correct. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do a, a different kind of Trump who has uh, a lot of scarves and, and uh, rings oh, and bangle bracelets. Really? Um, but if, if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to try some of my, my uh, impressions on you. Yeah, just, please, just to practice absolutely. Do, sit down with Lorne Michaels. Do we know if the South of France has an extradition treaty with the United States? Like, the, Is he... We're gonna be okay yeah. over there. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm hoping because uh, I, I found a, a quaint little vineyard in uh, in south of France, and they they have a uh, uh, La Quinta uh, uh, vineyard that oh, uh, I would like to stay. Oh, uh, very nice. Uh, okay, jo- Johnny. Um, at, let's hear some of your Trump uh, impression, Johnny. Okay, I I moved on her like a bitch, um, but. But I couldn't get there, and she was married, and then all of a sudden, I see her. She's now got big phony tits and everything. I'm automatically attracted to beautiful women. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they'll let you do it. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do anything. Amazing. Oh, I, my goodness. I thought Donald Trump was There's, in the it's room. It's just like Trump, right? Yes, it sounds uh, exactly I like mean, him. That is more tra- Trump than How about Trump. this one? Okay, let's hear another oh, Trump. Trump yes. I, I know words. I have the best words. <laughs> wow. You know, Robert Pattinson should not take back Kristen Stewart. She cheated on him like a dog and will do it again. Just watch. He can do much better. That was one Amazing. of my favorite Trump tweets Amazing. ever. Amazing. I thought Trump was in the room. I mean, is that unbelievable? Not? Unbelievable. Such a, such a good Trump impression, Johnny Depp. I, I hope you get a chance to do it. Me too, Johnny. Ah. Uh, okay, Kate, what, yeah, I, what else is going on? Roger Moore. Mm, my, talk, I mean, yes. he was my favorite. We talked about this a bit earlier. He, James Bond. He was and the James I think Bond it's because it was, yeah. yes, exactly. Like, come on, Octopussy? Yes. Right that, the, the cool thing about Roger Moore movies is they really went back and forth. Like, Live and Let Die is just a fucking great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But he also did like the fun bad like uh, View to a Kill view where a view Christopher to a Walken kill and that Grace, had that Grace Duran Duran yeah. theme song. Yes. That was yeah, like the, the Bond now movie that's for of your my eyes only. Shot, well, like the first Bond movie yeah, I ever no, saw. It was view to a Kill. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. It was awesome. And and but he had he made like awesome movies and awesome bad Bond movies yeah. too. Like he was he was awesome. Agreed. Yeah, and he wouldn't he wasn't as physically Eight, like he didn't do all the crazy oh. stunts and stuff as yeah, the other guys. Yeah, to kill. Yeah, by view to kill. He was like fifty-seven yeah. or something. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little beyond <laughs> his uh, his prime. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Roger. Moore. He was eighty-nine. Legend. So he probably, he'd lived a long life. Probably got much much oh, puss in his think, life. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Uh, okay, what else is going on in world pop culture? Well, lastly. Uh, there's a new judge for so you guys know that American Idol has is moving from Fox to ABC and being yes. brought back to yes. life. I do know that because it's such an, Idol. It's, a, it's a huge yes. earnings raider. It does huge huge um, numbers. I mean, it did, yeah, it did. So it was the biggest show on TV. Right. But did they? A it's a it very profitable well it? franchise. Yeah. It wasn't doing as well at the end, but because there were a bunch of these other karaoke shows the voice right like the voice the voice x, x factor, factor stuff like that i think there were others so they're bringing it back on yes. abc yeah. they've signed up ryan seacrest to host of course, again he doesn't have many jobs and they've got new judge 25 million a year unbelievable katie perry Jesus. 25 million dollars Lo's only getting 15 million so she's really she said no to 20 and yes now, to 25 the weird thing is, I get why J Lo's doing it, but isn't Katy Perry still like active and no? I don't doing think things? I don't think J Lo's doing it. I think J Lo was doing it at the end. Yes, of Yes, she run. was. Oh, oh, I don't oh, know who the was, new lineup is going to be. I think the only person they have inked is Katy right. Perry. They yeah. tried to get Kelly Clarkson like snooze fest. Um, apparently, try to get her. Was she, is she at the, busy? At the last minute, she jumped she's, ship and went to she's at NBC. Golden Corral? She went yeah. to The Voice. Did they? And they also got Jennifer, did J- they, Jennifer Hudson. Did they leave a trail of eclairs? Oh, so mean. To the studio? <laughs> Just leave so red crumbs. Yeah. Is it, or cupcakes? <laughs> she's they, been pregnant for a couple of years. Or no, like the Reese's Pieces, like they <laughs> yes. got E.T. Yeah, into the shit. right. Same same idea, but but instead, That's so mean, you guys. Instead, entire She's honey been baked pregnant hams for like three or four years. Let's uh-huh. leave Kelly alone. Well, Boston cream pies. It's right. a little thicker. Um, it's imagine getting twenty five million bucks and you show. It's the easiest gig. It's like, on TV. It's like six weeks of work, and you show up, and you're like, not too sure about that one. Okay, and then they're on to the next. Judge, like there's not, you don't have to really do anything. If you really need to say something, they'll tell you what to say. Well, you have to argue with the other judges and be contentious. Yeah, but you don't. And that's about it. Doesn't America vote? You don't even have to make the decision, right? Yes, America votes. That's right. America votes. So you just, you don't, you could say you love everything or hate everything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. uh, And of all the people, Ryan Seacrest, I I read that he was getting 15 million at the end of last American Idol. In his defense, that guy's got to work. 
He's got a fucking throw to That's everything. That's a lot of work. Introducing. Yeah, Agreed. like he's he's working. He's the, the glue whole time. that holds the show yeah. together. I'm just gonna say those shows aren't for me. Never like, they're so one. boring. Never watched one. Not into it. Your karaoke some songs. Whatever. I could give a fuck. Me too. Michelle Michelle watches. I think The Voice, and I hear it in the background. Oof. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a shitty version of yes. a song I actually like, yeah. or a shitty version of a song I don't like. It's all like people that I assume are just gonna get a job doing this on a cruise, like singing karaoke songs, right. like in the cruise showroom. Or it just reminds me of people from my high school that wanted to sing in the play and just sang through their nose, and I've <laughs> avoided it yeah. every chance I got. Yeah. But it's just a, a barrage of people doing shitty versions of super t- Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Yeah, totally agree. Like, yes. Hey, there was a great song. Let's see if I can make it shittier. Yeah, totally. 100% with you on that. Uh, Cato, anything else? Nope, that's my that's roundup it? of the world news for All this right. week. Excellent job. Around the world. Thanks for having me. All the way around. To fill everybody in really, on what's happening. Really, really appreciate so, it. Yep. Wait, did we get a final verdict? What What is the, the guy supposed to do about the uh, the quantity of semen? Um. Yeah, that's a good question. Should he... Kate, how many times in your life have you had to sit down... And I'm not talking about your current relationship. I don't know how it works. Like, if you jerk off. Yes. If you yes. don't jerk off, like, it's not like it, like, buckets of it get stored. Well, that is a good, there right? is sort of a, so, if you. I mean, they tell you if you're trying to right. have a baby, don't right. jerk off. Like, there is mm. something to it, but to a point. But there's, not- yeah, yeah. Because at some point, if it's, if you back up. Well, what happens, and I know that there's scientific basis for this, if you don't ejaculate enough, what happens is the semen actually backs up into your brain yeah. and it starts I've to never cl- heard this theory. It starts before. to cloud your judgment and you don't you can't make decisions and you gotta yeah, you gotta uh, get the poison. Out. Yeah, you're a little on edge. Brian pushes this theory a lot. And what happens is someone valid theory. Someone valid. needs to come along <laughs> and even if you don't want them to, you need someone to come along and actually Drain the semen so from okay. your dick and balls. Right. Right. Hate, I hate to have to do it, but I, I have to right now. Right. Yeah. So, Kate, in your life, how many times have you had to sit down and just be like, Don, look, you're a really nice guy. Everything's going really great in this relationship. You've treated me very nicely. But you're 18 milliliters short. There's just, there's just, there's just one thing I can't get past. You just don't make enough cum. I mean, everyone until I met you. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. Excellent job all the way around. Great participation from the audience. Great job yes. at daily emails, voicemail. Yes. Great job, Kate McManus. For those people, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 170 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We sound drunk. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.